entrepreneur, international speaker, preacher, author, and business coach. Patrice is the co-founder and chief servant officer of both Nehemiah Project International Ministries and PG and Associates LLC, which he founded with his wife and best friend, Gina Saget. Patrice specializes in helping families incorporate their faith into their business practices, ensuring that their businesses are able to exist beyond the third generation. And now, introducing Patrice Saget. Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saget. And our topic today, we're going to start a new series on the value of work and job creation through entrepreneurship. And that'll be going on for a while. We're going to do it throughout uh, September and, and even throughout October, as we're going to be putting emphasis on our 100K strategy. So today, I'm going to be focused on introducing this, this, um, this series to you. And uh, as well as introducing a new podcast format to you as to how we're going to be formatting the podcast going forward. So that is kind of open session, just me sharing with you. I'm open to your questions and, and comments as we go along. I'm not going to have a guest. And um, and so we're going to talk about the value of work and, and job creation through entrepreneurship. We're going to focus today, though, our discussion around the topic of uh, the uh, the, 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 the value of work. All right. The value of work. So first, l- let me kind of talk with you, our listeners uh, and viewers about the, uh, the what you're going to experience in the next uh, going forward in our, in our podcast uh, format. What you're going to experience in our podcast format, we're going to start having uh, since we're, we're podcast every day, we're going to and we do it from about 30, 30 minutes to an hour. We're going to have our podcast each day have a unique focus. So Mondays will be open days where I, I introduce, I'll introduce a new series. I may have some some unique guests that are that are out of the series. An example, I'll be having some guests around in the United States right now. It's a political season. Uh, we are running the the our elections are in on course for our presidential election. And what we're going to do is uh, we, we're trying to determine for the U.S. who the next president is going to be, either Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Um, and so so I'm going to have a, a number of guests who are going to be coming in at different Mondays uh, to talk about uh, politics. So an example, next Monday, I'm going to kind of give you a biblical framework to how to think politically, if you will, from a, from a biblical perspective as you process what information you're hearing from the different um, parties or candidate uh, throughout the next um, the, the months, the, the, the next two months, that you have a sense as a Christian. I'm talking to the Americans here. And by the way, you non-Americans, you can apply this as well, because I'm sure even though your elections may not be um, uh, in the next two months, you have elections, you have local elections, you have national elections. And so I want you to equip you as a believer how to think about the election and how to vote uh, for lack of better, how to be led by the Holy Spirit and vote your faith. Now, it's going to be a little different than what you're used to in hearing uh, many Christian speakers and leaders talk about politics, uh, because I don't believe that uh, God is either in the U.S. context, a, a Republican or a Democrat in your own country, wherever you are. Uh, God is neither on one party or the other, but God is for those individuals 
who whatever party they're in, choose to obey his will, be a light for him and carry his purpose. So we're gonna talk about that on, on next Monday as I tee up these uh, having each Monday for the next several weeks until our elections, kind of have a political discussions around helping equip you as to how you think about your vote uh, this year in the United States and wherever you are, whenever your elections comes up. Now, so why uh, do I wanna dedicate uh, time for that? Well, number one, um, I believe that what matters to us as Nehemiah Project, what matters to, what should matter to you, our listeners and our viewers, is uh, faith, right? Making sure that whoever is elected into office, that government operates a function uh, according to the will of God. God has a purpose for government and that elected officials are instruments and tools of God for his purpose, right? So we want to kind of talk, what does that look like? What does it mean? for us to be, to, 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 for, for faith or for the spirit of God to be activated in midst of government, which is a very secular tool, right? It's a very, it's a very natural corner tool, but God can work through it as well. The, the next thing is um, what's important to us as Christian and believers is, is um, entrepreneurship, right? We, we, we want to, as Nehemiah Prize, we want to encourage and cultivate an environment where entrepreneurs are developed, created, and cultivated and nurtured. So we want to make sure that we're putting our vote um, for those who are biblical entrepreneurs uh, towards somebody who is going to foster an environment that encourages entrepreneurship and that facilitates entrepreneurship, and of course, preferably biblical entrepreneurship. And then the last piece is job creation. Right, as all of you guys know, uh, for Nehemiah Project, job creation is a key part of why we do what we do. We're trying to support and raise the businesses that are about job creation. And so we wanna make sure that whoever you vote for, whoever your candidate is, that you can make a case that they're gonna be uh, a candidate that will have in place policies and, and laws that will facilitate job creation, right? So faith, entrepreneurship and job. Oh, God bless you, Wanji. Thank you for being here with us. So that's going to be our focus. So we're going to have these political leaders come through, uh, not leaders, but individuals. And by the way, I'm going to have people from two, two sides of the aisles. I'm going to have those who are self-identified Democrats and people who are self-identified Republicans. So for those who are not in America, that means those who are on from the left and those who are from the right. Why do I want to do that? And by the way, they all have to be Christians because I want them to make their case to you, our listeners and our viewers, to make their case. Why do they believe that their candidate and or their party is the, is the one that will be best for all of us to foster, to, to foster a growing faith in America? and an environment where religious freedom is, um, is, is embraced, an environment that the will of God is carried forward. Why do they believe that their candidate is the right person to, to foster and encourage entrepreneurship, an environment where individuals are willing and able to take a risk and, uh, and start businesses or expand their businesses? I wanna know if they believe, why they believe their person is the right person to create an environment where jobs are being created, 
where business can create jobs and jobs is fostered. So that's going to be kind of the focus. So be on the lookout for that. As we have uh, individuals come, you'll get you to ask your questions. And we want to make sure that our American audience are able to be more informed and more equipped as they, they determine how to vote this November. By the way, you want to make sure you vote, all right? Make sure you vote. No matter who you vote for, which way you vote, make sure that you do. That you do. I know that it's sometimes it's a choice between, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, it's like the good, the bad, and the ugly. The bad and the ugly. Well, however, you perceive that to be on your side. So we want to do that. So that's going to be some of the Mondays coming up in the next uh, in the next couple of months as we prepare uh, for the election in America. Again, I'm going to try to to customize the discussion to make sure it's relevant to all of us, no matter what country we're in, because you also have elections in your own country, uh, if you're not in America, that you want to make sure that you equip and better prepared for. All right. So Mondays, we kind of open Mondays. And, and I'm going to choose to use the next couple of weeks to deal with uh, the question of politics. By the way, I mean, you know, uh, as you all know, uh, whoever wins if America is stable and healthy, it helps the rest of the world because right now America is the leading superpower and God willing, it'll be for a long, a long time, but our behavior right now doesn't, doesn't suggest that uh, the Lord will keep us in that position for, for a long time. But who knows? We'll trust the Lord. We'll pray that he will do so um, as, 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 uh, as, as we believing in him to do that. So those are Mondays. So now, so on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, we're gonna have, and Fridays, we're gonna have some specific focuses, and um, and so one of the focuses is gonna be on testimonies. We're gonna, and we've done that before, where we have different entrepreneurs, biblical entrepreneurs, come in studio to kind of talk about how, you know, how they're walking out their faith in business, the things they're learning, how God is using them the insight. And, and so for the next couple of weeks, however, a couple of months, the focus is going to be on job creation, right? And entrepreneurship. We're going to be highlighting entrepreneurs and businesses that God is using and how God is using them to create jobs, sustain jobs, especially in this COVID-19 environment, right? I mean, the difficulties and the challenges of trying to just preserve jobs, right? Let alone create them. Right. And I know for you who are watching and listening, you want to how do I keep my employees? How do I make sure that I don't have to let people go or downsize or whatever? We're going to deal with that. And then, of course, we're going to also talk about what they're doing to create jobs and to hire new people, what they foresee and some of the dynamics they're seeing. Right. Because part of us for us is that we strongly believe that uh, that jobs is a key measurement for a healthy economy. Job is great, and you're going to learn. We're going to tell him about it today. Jobs is essential for for us as human beings because work is redemptive, and so we'll deal with all that. So we want to highlight entrepreneurs and their stories around job creation. Uh, the other piece that we're going to do throughout the throughout the um, uh, the week, typical the typical week here at the podcast, is also uh, put an emphasis on coaching. And so the 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 testimony and stories will be around training and coaching, uh, and we'll talk about how we're using training to help people create job, how we're using coaching to do that, and then another emphasis for us is going to be around access to capital, access to capital, um, and so we're going to highlight investors and entrepreneurs who are using capital, who have access capital, so that they might be able to sustain and create jobs, right? 
Because if you're going to be a job creator, an entrepreneur, you're going to expand your business, grow it. Uh, you want to be able to, you need to access the training and coaching so you can be equipped and supported. You also want to be able to, um, to access capital, right? And, and, and receive capital to do that. So we're going to highlight investors who actually have invested in businesses and see what they're looking for and why job creation is important to them, uh, as well as uh, entrepreneurs and businesses who have, have gotten capital and how they've used it around job creations. That'll be our other focus. And then the other focus that we're going to have throughout the different days of the week, uh, as you, you're going to expect from our podcast, uh, is we also want to showcase what we're doing around the globe. So we're going to dedicate a day uh, throughout the week during the podcast going forward, where I'm going to have, as I've did in the past, different guests host from different parts of the world. Right. So we'll have a guest host from Africa, guest host from Asia, guest host from Europe, guest host from North America, guest host from Latin America, guest host, uh, you know, and so these guest hosts from our urban community, you, you've seen Charles Kears here. Uh, and so these guest hosts, they will take a day a week to just highlight and focus on the things that are going on within their area within their focus so you can expect that as well and so you'll have and when i'm not here of course um we'll have different guest hosts to carry on the themes that we're talking about by the way you know i've had wendy clem our, our regional director uh for the us she was a host uh, for the program podcast i think last week i've had uh frank kitanga from kenya our country director in kenya as well as our senate director in kenya he was a guest host twice already. And I've had um, Charles Kears was also a guest host. Let me know how they did. If you're listening or watching this podcast and and then you watched their podcast or heard it, let me know how they did. All right, let me know how they did so that I might know how they're doing. Let's, let's kind of uh, do a little evaluation of them. Let them know how, how, how they've done. And then also um, one of the other things we're gonna focus on our podcast in a new format we also going to dedicate a day during the week for open mic, what we're calling the Ask the Coach format, right? Where I'm going to pretty much uh, be able to use that podcast to answer frequently asked questions that entrepreneurs might have for a coach like me. And during that moment, I'm going to have you ask me questions. You may be dealing with a business issue or challenge or whatever. And then I'm going to go ahead and help you address those concerns, all right? Live and live in color. You'll just write in a chat feature your questions or concerns or issue you're going through in your business, and I'll be able to give you answers. And if no one has any questions, concerns they're dealing with, I'm going to go ahead and state different frequently asked questions that we get or questions that came through our email. Our team also want us to make sure we activate the the email address, ask the coach, ask the coach at Nehemiah Pride. You can have the team do that so that we have an email address that people can email to with ask the coach so that that way if they have questions, they can email to that as well. If we're not on live on a podcast, that we can, we can, we can um, kind of collect the various questions. And then once a week, I try to address it here in the podcast. Okay. So that's kind of our week format, if you will, open Mondays. And then we'll go into a testimonial time where we're sharing, you're hearing about stories of entrepreneurs who are succeeding in applying God's word 
and being salt and light in the marketplace, what, it, what they're going through. You hear about how entrepreneurs are, are accessing capital and raising capital. And then you hear, uh, we'll have the Ask the Coach uh, feature where, where you can ask questions. And um, uh, yes, that's it. Uh, uh, Victor, ask the coach uh, at neymarprice.org. Is that is if that's already? Let me know if that's already activated. I can tell them. If that's not, then let me know. Uh, and so, um, and so, so essentially, we'll have that. That uh, okay? Not yet. Okay, it's not yet activated. But once it is, we'll let you guys know. So we'll um, we'll we'll have the ask the coach uh, session, and then we'll have a a regional a day focus on what's going on around the globe. All right, so that's what you can expect. Our team wanted to bring a little more structure to our daily focus on the podcast so that you might be able to know what to expect and you might know what days to tune in for and what's happening. Having said that, let's talk about our focus today um, and, and our theme. So uh, a new series on job creation through entrepreneurship. Uh, first, why that series? All right. Uh, the purpose of this series is to hopefully uh, bring the awareness on the next two couple of months uh, why entrepreneurship is so important, why you, the entrepreneur, is so valuable to your local economy, and why jobs is important, and give you tools as to how to create jobs and and uh, and and how to sustain jobs. Have various speakers and experts and resources and inspirational stories. Ask those who are doing it and those who can help you do it even more. Um, also, of course, we want to have other organizations highlighted who are creating jobs around the nation, around the world, uh, because Nehemiah Project is not the only one with a job emphasis, creation emphasis. I'm going to have um, my friend Susan Schramm come to us with us on the podcast, and she's our board. She's uh, one of our board members, and she's a a champion for job creation force and she's going to talk from my vantage point about why uh that matters and her insight on that if you remember her when she talked about the de-risk strategy and and how to help an organization de-risk their strategy so you're going to hear from her so we're gonna have a whole uh series just on that focus i'm going to bring barry james on the studio in the studio to talk about why job creation is important to him he's the chair of our job creation of our 100K job strategy. So bring some of our staff, talk about what they're doing with the Nehemiah to create jobs. So that's what we're gonna be doing. That's why this year is important to us. Well, let's talk about today. Let's spend the rest of our time and talk about today. Um, and so today we're gonna to talk about uh, the, the, the value of work, all right? The value of work. Now, of course, uh, and if you have any questions around work, and job creation, please go ahead and put in the in the um, on the chat, and I'll go ahead and address those questions. So, as uh, you may not know this, but today in America, uh, particularly for those of us who are in America, is Labor Day. Uh, Labor Day is a is a federal holiday in the United States, celebrated on the first Monday in September to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the works and contribution of laborers or workers to the development and achievement of the United States. So this is the day that we honor work. What's interesting about it is, is that on this day we honor work, it's actually a holiday, right? A day that we we don't work. Uh, for instance, my office is closed today, other than our podcast team. 
and some of our international team members who are not who do not reside in America. So it's interesting that Labor Day is a day that we take off work. Why do we do that? Well, part of it is in recognition that you as a worker has worked so hard throughout the year, right? That you get this additional day to celebrate and honor you. So this is your day. If you're an entrepreneur, if you have a job, if you're a consultant, whatever, if you work, this is your day. This is the day to recognize you for your effort, for your work, and to honor you for all that you are doing to contribute to our growing economy. Uh, so wherever you are around the world, even if it's not labor in your country, we celebrate you, all right? Because your work has value and dignity. Now, this idea began in the late 19th century, um, you know, with trade unions and labor movements. And so it has grown uh, till, till today. So Labor Day is, is today and we celebrate work on this day. Now, with that said, let's kind of get into a little bit more as we talk about the value of work. Again, if you have questions, comments, whatever, please shoot it. So in the late 1800s, Labor Day actually began in New York City with the Central Labor Union as a means to unify uh, union workers and reduce the work the work hours spent at work. It's interesting, they began as a day. It was more than a half day, it, it was more than a day, a day off. It was the beginning of an advocacy towards fewer hours in the work week. As we relax and reflect on today, we look to discuss the purpose of work, understanding why God had created work. So, so if you think about how this began, Right, it's interesting that a holiday set aside for work to honor work and to, was actually initially began because people, workers were being taken advantage of, right? And I wanna make a note of that. So work is important, work is good. So as we talk about the value of work, it, it, it is something that's dignifying. However, it should not be our God, right? Because if you look at scripture around the biblical framework of work, the Lord worked six days and on the seventh day he rested. So God is pro-rest just as he is pro-work, right? Let me say it again. God is pro-rest just as he is pro-work. Because if you become a workaholic, that's not healthy, right? That's not sustainable. So to a certain extent, these early uh, individuals were probably right that there was abuses around the whole idea of work. However, the extreme is also wrong. What extreme am I talking about? The extreme that suggests that work is somehow evil, that somehow work is not viewed as dignifying, where people like in Europe, I hate to pick on Europe, people are looking to work less and less. That also is not good, right? So, so we wanna strike an idea balance around this whole idea and this whole attitude around work. So here's the question, why do we work? Is work a curse from God and a consequence of sin? And how does work fit into God's overall plan for our lives. Now, so first, if you look at scripture, you try to figure out 
where the 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 first idea of work began, right? And you find it in Genesis two fifteen. And by the way, before even Genesis two fifteen, you see in Genesis one that God goes to work, right? Because the Bible begins by in the beginning God created. What does that mean? God worked, right? Genesis one, in the beginning God created. In God work, God. In the beginning, the author of work, the father of work, came into the earth realm to work. He began to bring order, structure, and, and a process on the earth. Right? That's in the beginning. So before Genesis 2.15, where he, he creates man and positions us to work the garden, of Eden, he himself was working. And the Bible says he worked six days and rested one day. Right? God worked six days and worked. So when we're talking about job creation, we're not just talking about creating jobs for job sakes, for, for job sake. What we're talking about is um creating opportunities for men and women to do as God did. Because you and I are created in God's image and God's likeness. And so being that we created in the image of God and his likeness, if we do as he did, we will get the results he got. Right? So so Genesis 2.15, thank you team for putting that up, says, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it, right? So prior to this, God was doing all the work. He was doing all the work. So God was the first laborer. Then Genesis 2.15, he then put man in the garden of Eden that man may model or mirror what he, God, was doing. Because remember, God is created in his image and likeness. And I do want to show it to you in scripture because I want to make sure that you that you fully understand what I'm talking about. So, and we often with the scripture. So Genesis 1:1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was uh, was on the face of the deep, right? And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, and God began to go to work, right? So he was the first laborer, right? He was the first laborer. He was the first one that began to work before he created a human being. He was working. He was busy working. And then Genesis 20, 1.26, and God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over all the earth and over every creeping thing. So he, so in, in verse 27, so God created man in, in his image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female created them and God blessed them. So so, so the Lord, so so he, he was the first laborer, the first one to work. And then he created man to be like him and act like him, right? He created us to look and act like he is, right? To be also workers. And then Genesis 2.15, he placed you in the garden that we might mirror what he's doing so that we can work. 
right? To dress and keep it, to, to also bring order into the garden. <clears throat> right? So, so that's and, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue tomorrow. We're gonna see tomorrow because my time is up. Because I, I want to keep these moments where I'm just talking, um, not I'm just with myself, not with a guest. I'm gonna keep them short because I wanna I really wanna bring I, I wanna bring this to point. So the point is this is that God is the the original worker. Okay, because in the beginning he worked, he created. That's that's you can't create something without working, right? Second, he made you and I in his image and likeness, which suggests that he wanted you and I to model or mirror his behavior, which is work had to be a key part of what you and I do if we are to mirror God. And then and we'll talk about why this is important as we go on uh day to day. Because you'll see that 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 work work is a healer, work is redemptive, and, and we'll go into what I mean by that. You, you you'll see in, in the days to come. So then, God made you and I that we may mirror Him, that we might work just like Him, right? But what we didn't talk about the day where I suggested earlier, what we didn't get into is that God also rested on the seventh day, right? And, and in doing so, he was also suggesting that work ought not to be a God, right? That work is important, work is essential. By the way, this is before sin. So that means before we sin, before you and I violated God's word, work existed. Job creation. Why is Nehemiah so, so keen about creating jobs? Why do one entrepreneur create jobs? Because we want you to create opportunities for individuals to work, to do that, which is a very key of God's character. Because in doing so, they are reflecting the image and likeness of God. My brother, Victor, is uh, on our team, and, and I'm so glad that he is. And what I appreciate about my younger brother, we grew up in the same household, and uh, I, I was more entitled maybe than he was because, uh, you know, he was the last child. And one of the things that makes me so proud of him is how he views work, right? You know, he, he, for as long as I've known him, he's always valued work. Not me, I was in the same way. See, I began to value work when my family fell into crisis. Before that, I worked but just to make enough money to get what I wanted. Work wasn't a part of my value system. But my youngest brother, just by seeing his attitude, just by seeing his behavior, he gets this, though he grew up in an entitled household. And as we talk about this series on job creation, as entrepreneurs, it is our responsibility to create jobs and to create an environment where men and women can find redemptive work so that they can conform and reflect the image and likeness of God. We'll talk about more of this tomorrow. With that said, I wanna pray for you. Before I do, I want to encourage you, if this podcast, if you enjoyed this new series and discussion on the value of work and job creation through entrepreneurship, I wanna encourage you to share it. Share it on your social media, 
Share it with your friends, with your family. Share it with those who you believe need to understand the importance of work and job creation. And as you share with others, encourage them to listen to the podcast coming up in the next few months as we deal with this whole idea of work and job creation. With that said, if you want to know more about who we are and how we can serve you, come alongside you and help you be a job creator, go to our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. There you will learn about our training program, about our coaching program. You will learn about how you can work. We can work with you to give, have access to capital so that you might be able to be a job creator as well. And as you learn about that, you may also learn how you can become a member of our community so that together we can transform the world. And yes, we can do it. With that said, let me close you. Let me close us in prayer. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents through work, to work those talents that he's giving under your care. And to do it in such a way that one day you will hear those wonderful words. Well done good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over much. God bless you.